Besiata Dishmaya, Parashas B'Shalach. Okay, we have, ah, Parashas B'Shalach, we have the Shira. There's so much to discuss in this week's Parsha. One particular Nakuda, which hit me as I was learning with Daniel this week, was incredible, incredible Yesoid that Be'ezah Hashem, I'd like to try my very best, a little bit of a shtadlis to bring out to the Olam, which I think is an important, important idea. The Torah tells us in Peregit Zayin, we know that Amalek came to attack us. Berefidim, the Torah tells us. And it's interesting, the question has to be, why did we get attacked by Amalek? And why particularly now? That's the question. So there's a Gemara. There's a Gemara in Shabbos, and the Gemara tells us as follows. Says the Gemara, if Klal Yisrael would only have kept the very first Shabbos, no nation would have had any power on them. Where does he get this from? So the Gemara says, We know, they went out to go and collect the mon on Shabbos. We'll talk about that in a moment. The next Perek, Says the Gemara in Shabbos Kuf Yud Chesam Beis halfway down the daf. In this week's parasha, you want to know why Amalek came to attack Klal Yisrael? They came to attack Klal Yisrael because we didn't keep Shabbos. There was a problem with Shmirah Shabbos. There was a problem, and the if there was a problem with Shmirah Shabbos. They came to attack. The Gemara brings a riot straight away, straight after the Misa of going out on Shabbos to see if the mon was there, it was also falling on Shabbos, bang, vayavay amolik. Okay. Says the man, from here we see. What do we see from here? Just take for a moment to understand what's going on, right? Let's just picture the scene, let's go through a little bit of a history to understand in a real way what's happening. Who went out to check the mon? Two people. Dosim Bambiram. That's it. Two people. Two people didn't have so much emun and too much betachin in the Rabbi Shalom. They went out on Shabbos to see if there's one. Not the whole Klai Yisrael. The whole Yisrael was fine. But they went out. Oh, but you see the koyach of two individuals that did something. The Gemara calls it Klai Yisrael didn't keep Shabbos. You know what you see from here? says the Manchester Rosh Hashiva Zatzal. You see the koyach of an individual, the koyach of a yochid, the koyach of every single person. Because here you have a situation where two people did something and attributed to all of Klal Yisrael. That's the power of one person. Just to give you another example, there's a Gemara in Erchen. The Gemara in Erchen, Tezvavam and Aleph, says an incredible thing. It's, it's a sugyub of just to understand this. But the Gemara says like this, Erchin Tezvav Omed Aleph. Tanya. Omer Reb Yehuda. Esen Nisyonos Nisav Oisenu LaKadosh Baruch Hu. How many people were aware of this? There were ten Nisyonos that Klal Yisrael gave to Hashem. We tested Kaviyochel the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Azoshteitim Chazal. Right, Pashtus, the, the testing was of patience. Shnayim, two of them, Bayam. Shnayim Bamayim. Shnayim Bamon. Shnayim b'slov, aras b'egel, aras b'midbar, there you have ten. Says the Gemara, jump down to the bottom of the daft, tez vovom and olive and erichin. 
Shnayim b'mon. What were the two, two situations where Kalal Yisrael tested the Rabbeinu Shalom by the mon? Says the Gemara, the Om, Tzvavam and Base, top of the daf. It says, Al Teitzu, don't go out. Rashi says, B'Shabbos Lilkoit, don't go out to collect the mon on Shabbos. The Yitzu and they went. Look at that. Isn't that incredible? Here we have a situation where all of Kalal Yisrael did the right thing. Nobody went out on Shabbos. Two people went out. And once again, Chazal attribute all of Kalal Yisrael. And they all got punished because of that. Rabbi Sa, I don't think it's clearer than these two places in Chazal, which is a simple plate, understanding from our, from our Posuk in this week's parasha by Amalek, is that when a person does something, he has the koyach, he has the strength, he has the ability to affect the world. He has the ability to affect all of Kalal Yisrael as we see from Chazal, and he has the ability to affect the whole world. There's a Gemari in Kedushin, Daf Mem Omed Beis. Where the Gemara says, "Lefisha olam nidoin acharuboi, va'ayochid nidoin acharuboi, asay mitzvah achas." You do one mitzvah, Ashra, sheichrias atzmoi ve'eskol ha'olam lekafsos. Says the Gemara in Kedushin Daf Mem, you do one mitzvah, one good ma'isa, you can affect the entire world. Rabbi Say, do we understand the koyach of ourselves? Do we understand and realize the potential that we have, every single one of us, inside us, of what we can do to ourselves and to the world? I want to tell you a Mordek Chedush HaRim, the Geri Rebbe. The Chedush HaRim is in Parshish Vayeshev. And he writes, incredible, incredible thing. Says the Chedush HaRim, on the words of Chazal, in Parshish Vayeshev, Periglam and Zayin, Poschok Chavalef, Vayishma Ruvein Vayatzileu Miyodom, we know that Ruvain saved Yosef, he saved the whole situation. Says the Chidusha of him, listen carefully. Ilu Ruvain. If Ruvain would only have known, if he would have known that his name was going to be in the Torah for all of eternity, for all of Klali's soul to read every single year. He would have put him on his shoulders and carried him to his father. If he would have known that, he would have affected all future generations. Says the Chedush Shalom, he wasn't looking for covet. He wasn't into Gaiva. Oh, but the Pshat was, he didn't realize. Says the Chedush Shalom, He has no idea how far our actions reach. We think we're doing something so simple. What's the big deal? We do this, we do that. Does it really make a difference? The answers we see from here, Rabbi say, that it can not only affect us, it can not only affect our roommates, our chavrusas, our family members, our friends, but it can actually affect all of Kalal and all of the world. This is a Gemara. The Gemara tells us about many of the mazolos. The mazolos mean when people were born in, well, in the beginning of Hashem discusses it, when a person was born in a certain hour, in a certain time of the month, it actually can affect his character traits. So the Gemara says, what happens if a person was born with the, um, in, in Mars? Well, a person was born in a time which is on a Friday night between the 6th hour and the 7th hour, many chassidim have a minute not to be kiddish during that time. So he says, the Gemara says, you have an inclination for blood, for murder. So the Gemara wants to know, what am I meant to do? A person was born, what's, what's he meant to do? Obviously he has Bahira, he could choose, but he has more of an inclination in that way. 
He has an inclination to blood. What's he meant to do? So is he meant to say, okay, so I'll become a murderer, and it's not my problem. Now, by the way, there are courts in America that have such a, you know, they, they deal with this. If somebody was brought up in a dysfunctional home, and he causes terrible crimes, they will say, it's not his fault. Look how he's brought up. The Torah doesn't believe in that. Chazal don't believe in that. That, that. that might have an effect on a person, but everyone has Bechira. So says Chazal, what are you meant to do? What are you meant to do if you were born in such a situation? Says Chazal, you know what you do? You become a doctor. You become a moil. You become a shaykhet. What does that mean? What, what, is, what are Chazal telling us? What's the lesson? Chazal not just telling us practical things of what job to choose. Chazal are telling us, incredible idea. Every person has inclinations. Every person has, you know, his personal things that he feels he needs to do. Every person can channel them the right way. Every single person possesses talents. The question is, how are you going to make those talents define you as a person? How are they going to change you as a person? Bavari Levine Zatzal once asked Reb Shlomo Al-Yashiv. Reb Shlomo Al-Yashiv was known as the Lashem. But he wrote Sifri Kabbalah. And he asked him whether you ever received any haskomas for his svarim. And the Leshem answered as follows. He answered, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld read my Sefer. He was very, very pleased with my Sefer. And he wrote a letter, an haskomah to my Sefer. And he said that I'm like a lion in the secrets of the Torah. Years later, the Kafa Chaim came to Yerushalayim from Baghdad. And he met with the Leshem. Right, because he knew all the secrets of Kabbalah. And he told him, told the Lashem that when his Sefer came to Baghdad, the Benish Chai was Musamech. He was so happy. He was so excited. He put on his Shabbos clothing and he made a Suda for three days straight when he read that Sefer. The Lashem had no idea that his Sefer was so incredible, was so wonderful. He told the Kavachayim, if I only would have known that the Benish Chai was so happy with my Sefer, I would have written many, many more Sefer. You know, many people don't realize their talents. Many people don't realize what they can achieve. They underestimate themselves. And every single person has an untold greatness, an unique potential that nobody else can have. And they don't believe in their own strength. And the problem is, if a person doesn't believe in himself, there's no way he can succeed. Many of the tzaddikim said over the following story, as a way of chizik in this Indian, they said one time, Napoleon spoke with one of his generals about the prospects of a certain battle. And the general told Napoleon, there's no way we're going to make this battle if we're sure going to lose. And Napoleon answered, if you believe that we could have won, then perhaps we could win. But if you're so convinced that we're going to lose, then it's true we're going to lose. Because it's impossible to win a battle if you don't believe in your abilities. And that is the aside of what this parasha is teaching us. This parasha is teaching us that every single person has talents. Every single person has so much potential. A Yid once came to the Aliga Balatanya. He came to the Balatanya and he gave him a kvittel. A kvittel he wrote, I need this and I need this and I need this. You know, I need Parnassan and I need Shaduchim and I need so much that I need. Balatanya read the kvittel. And he said to him as follows. He said to him, I can see that you've given a lot of thought to your needs on this world. But have you given equal thought to why you were needed on this earth? Have you ever thought about it? And this chassid walked away. And at first he thought, was he giving me such more support? But then he realized what the Balatanya is essentially telling him is I have a purpose here that nobody else has. I have a potential, a talent, a capability that nobody else has. And the problem is a lot of us don't realize it. 
a lot of us, they never unlock that potential. We never unlock our capabilities. Now we have a minig. Many people have this minig, some people don't have this minig. There is a minig in Klali Sol that every single koishal brocha, not only have dollar, people, when they, when they fill up the kois with wine, they overflow it. So we know the minig is generally famous by Havdalah, but many people have a minig by all kosher shabracha that they overflow the kois. What's the pshat? What's the, what's the deeper meaning of this incredible minig? So I once saw that the meaning of this incredible minig is that when wine spills over, it's a sign we're not satisfied to remain within the confines of our normal routine. Right? The simcha that the wine allows us to spill over, breaking ourselves, exploring ourselves to new, to new heights, and being able to reach new limitations. But there's a tremendous secret that goes even beyond that. Because we know there's a smallest share that a person has to have the kais. There's a share of the kais. Apart from that, the size of the cup is totally irrelevant. There's no size that the kais actually has to be, as long as you've got the share of Eus in there. Many of us have a kois that's much bigger than that. But there's no share of the kois. What matters is, is it should be full, and according to this minig, it should be overflowing. You know what that represents? Every single person has a different size cup. Some are large, some are small. Some of us are not usually talented in this area, but will be talented in a different area. And we all possess the ability to make sure that our cup overflows. And that's why it's called a koshal bracha. Because that's where the bracha comes. You know, and I don't know where this comes from, but there is a little bit of a problem, and it does bother me sometimes. Why is it that so many, and I hear this all the time, right, I go around the world, I speak to different people, I go to different schools, I hear different things. Why is it that I hear the same thing from so many teachers, so many rebbeim about kids? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's average. He could do better. He could do, he could do better. I don't like those words. I'm sorry. I think I got that on my report card probably every single year when I was a kid. He could do better. What, what does that mean, he could do better? Why do we not find Rebbeim, teachers, people who are in charge of kids, all of these things, why are they not getting up and telling each kid, you're amazing, look what you could become, look what you could do. We all know the famous story of the Nitziv. He was about to go to work and look what he wrote. And he said in Shemayim, they're going to say, hey, Where's the Nitziv? Where's the Amikdava? Me? I don't know if you would have told me when I was 18 that I would have written Svarim that were printed over 32,000 times around the world. I would have said, what, are you crazy? Me? <laughs> what can I do? Who am I? Oh, but the potential is there. Every single person has that potential. Every person can unlock their greatness. But how many people leave this world and they never unlock their greatness? They never unlock their greatness. Nobody ever told them. You're a Gavaldi Yayid. Look what you can do. Look what you can aspire to. And so many of us underachieve. Because we underestimate ourselves. No, we can't do this. It's not for us. I can't manage. It's rubbish. It's garbage. It's not true. Every person can achieve. Every single person can do so much more. But we don't unlock our own greatness. Like Daniel told me in Murray He said a guy walked in to a fast foods chain restaurant, whatever it was, it's irrelevant, the details. And he walks in, and he sees someone in the back of the counter who's serving, someone who looks very familiar. He says, Yankala, is that you? And the guy looks at him and says, Moishi, wow, I've not seen you for years. He says, Yankala, 
What are you doing working at a burger store? You were in yeshiva with me. We were on the same bench. You were the biggest masman of yeshiva. You sat learning your imam Baloila. Everyone said, oh, the next Godel Adar. The next Rebchaim Kanievsky. Unbelievable. This guy's going to be great. This guy's going to be incredible. Just watch. He's going to be the future. He's going to have the rubber card. He's going to be the guy. What happened to you? And he turns around and he said, nobody told me that. Wow. What a shock to the system, Rabbi Zai. Why do we have a situation where we don't have people believing in boys and girls more than who they are? How many times do I speak to people and they say, what can I do? What can I accomplish? Because nobody ever told them they could do better. Nobody ever told them you could be great. You could be incredible. No one did that. Why? Why is no one doing that, Rabbi? I don't want to bash the system. But this is the Metzius. This is the Metzius. What can I tell you? This is the Metzius, Rabbi Sai. Every single person can be incredible, can be successful, can be unbelievable. But how many people were told that? That's what this portion is. That's what we're being told over here. But Desla writes, just scary words in Mechthed Melio. He writes, how many of us want to be successful only because we look at other people? We spend our entire lifetime, says Rav Desla, running to become successful only because there are other people and we need to be noticed. We need to be more successful. We need to be noticed. We're dying to be noticed. We're dying to be different only so that we get noticed. But the real reason, and when a person says Rav Desla wakes up, and wakes up to the realization that it's between him and Hashem, there's nobody else. It's just him and Hashem. And you are the best person that you can be. I don't care how many Masechtas and Shas you finish. I don't care how much you were able to learn because some people are cleverer and some people are not cleverer. As we said, everybody has a different cup. Do you think when Mashiach comes he's going to make a difference between how many Masechtas you finish? Of course we have to learn, we have to do our best, I'm not saying. But does it really make a difference? I told this to her father yesterday. Last night he called me up about finding out about his son for yeshiva. And he asked me a few questions and during the conversation I said to him, I want to be honest with you. It really doesn't bother me how much your son finishes in this yeshiva. Does he finish the parrot? Does he finish the masechta? Of other, we try, we push. Of course, it's beautiful. But you know what bothers me? You know what the goal over here is? You know what my goal is? Is that everyone should reach their potential. I don't care what this one is doing. I don't care what that yeshiva is doing. I care what every single boy is capable of doing. And let him be himself. Don't be somebody else. Be you. Because every single person, often a Rabdesla writes this so clearly, is looking at somebody else and saying, well, I'm nothing because look at him. No, no, no. Look at you. Look inside yourself and see what you're capable of doing. Look at, see what every single action that you do, the Rabbanishlam cherishes and loves because you are capable of so much. Forget about the world. Forget about the world. Looks at big high results. What you got in your test. You got a 99. You got a 990. It's all garbage. It means absolutely nothing. Right? The whole system is completely wrong. We should not be going grading tests based on 99 or 100 or 95. I don't care how clever you are. I care how much you tried. That's all I care about. How much did you try? You tried? You got a 40? That's beautiful. Who cares? Who cares what you got? Compared to somebody else? What, you, you did well because you became top of the class because everyone else did less? Or you became worse in the class because everyone else did better? That's not what it's all about. It's about what you did. It's about your capabilities. That's what the Torah is telling us. And let me just end with one last incredible Misa, which shows us the Yisoy that we've been saying from Chazal about what one Misa can do. There was a German Jew 
about 20 years before the Holocaust, who was involved in one of the civil wars in Germany. And he's walking on the battlefield and he sees a German soldier who's on the floor. He's been shot, he's down. So he's Jewish. This is a German. But what's the difference? He's, on, he's a human being. So he schleps him off, he takes him to medical care, and he became better. Didn't hear of anything of it. 20 years later. 20 years later, 1939, there's a knock on the door in the ghetto. And this German Jew who is now stuck in the ghetto gets a knock and he opens the door and a German soldier is at the door and he gets all frightened. What's, what, what, is everything okay? What, what do you want? He said, it's okay. I've tracked you down. You were the guy, you were the guy that took me off the battlefield. You cared. I want to tell you something. Tomorrow, they're coming with a roundup. You're going to manage to save yourself and your extended family now by leaving its top secret information nobody knows. But if you remain here by tomorrow, there'll be nothing left of everyone. One Misa, Rabbi Sai. One Misa. That's all he did. And look what it did for him. Rabbi Sai Chazal are telling us on this week's parsha that we have no idea the responsibility, the achrayas that we have to ourselves. Because what we do can affect the world. And Rabbi Sai, as I said again, dig deep into yourself. It's not about how you are and relative to anybody else. It's about how you are. Unlock your potential. Burst out yourself. Realize who you are and what you can become. And the Eza Hashem, you'll all be Zaycha to successful life.